0: BBC Listen (sighs) As the year draws to a close I always look back and think about the things that I'm most grateful for Eating my friends and family Whoa, oh, (laughs) sorry, I'm missing a few commas there Eating, my friends and family But that reminds me A while ago we did an episode of Short and Curly All about eating people Would you ever do it? say if you were stranded on an island and starving to death. Have a listen to one of my favourite episodes now. Is it ever okay to be a cannibal? To the reader of this letter. My name is Molly and I'm stranded on a desert island with my friends Carl and Matt. I couldn't tell you what day it is feels like years. But how did we get here, you ask? Let me spin you a yarn. We were flying in the short and curly private jet over the Indian Ocean, laughing and telling bad jokes. (laughs) Then, without warning, there was a loud bang. Ah! We all screamed. The plane broke into pieces as it hit the water. We thought we were goners. We swam for hours and when our strength was almost gone, we washed up onto this little island.
1: (coughs) 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 Is, Is everyone okay? I'm
0: okay. I'm not, I died, we all died. Carl's okay. We may have survived the crash, but our food from the plane sank to the bottom of the ocean. We found a stream with fresh water, but we were growing hungry. Apparently, none of us know how to hunt or fish or scavenge basically anything useful. As each day passes, our hunger gets greater and greater and our bodies get weaker and weaker. And then yesterday, Carl said something really freaky.
2: Uh, just to make sure we all agree on this, whichever one of us dies of starvation first, the other two can eat them, right? What? Well, if I die from hunger, you and Matt have to eat me so you can live longer. It's just survival.
0: I really don't want to die, and I really don't want my friends to die, and then I have to eat them. Please come rescue us. S.O.S. From... Molly. Now, to put this letter into a bottle and throw it out to sea so someone finds it... Hey, Momo, what, what
2: you got there? Carl,
0: get away. Give me that! Carl! You just ate the SOS letter out of my hand. That was our only chance at survival.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm just so hungry. But hey, it's, it's not our only chance at survival. We could always eat each other, remember?
0: Carl, we're not eating each other. That's gross and wrong.
2: Well, today on Short and Curly...
0: The ethics of cannibalism.
2: Would it ever be okay to eat another human?
0: Like if you're really, 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 really totally hungry and starving.
1: Hello, and today you're listening... Short, you're
0: listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 curly. Short and Curly. (sighs) Ugh.
2: I am certainly feeling pretty peckish about now.
0: All I can think about is carbs, bread, pasta, all oh, rice. I would
2: eat anything right now. In fact, I'd eat any one right now, I'm so hungry.
0: You're making me feel sick. Eating each other, eating another person, it's awful.
2: Look, Molly, it's something to at least consider, right? How about a quick thinking question to get our brains warmed up? Mmm, warm brains.
0: Okay, I suppose thinking is not the same as doing. This is the part of the show where you can stop and talk to the people around you or just, you know, vomit at the thought of eating another person.
2: So the question is How does the idea of eating another human make you feel? And why do you think you have this reaction? Quick pause now.
0: I found Matt, you're back from trying to find food. How did you go?
1: Oh, I gave up and tried eating sand. And now my mouth is all grainy. But that doesn't matter. Look! Whoa, is that a phone? It is. I found this old abandoned research facility on the other side of the island. It was pretty creepy inside. There were cobwebs everywhere.
2: Yum, cobwebs. Nature's fairy floss.
1: And
0: I found a phone! And it still seems to work. It doesn't have any numbers, though. It just has one call button. Let's see if it does anything.
1: <gasps> it's working! What's happening? It's very faint. Shh! It's trying
0: to connect. Please, 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 please.
1: Someone's answered. Hello? Hello? Is
3: is anybody there? Can you help us? Who's, who is this? What are you doing on this phone? I haven't used this phone in years. Yikes, let me get the dust off of it a second. Hold on. Hello,
1: our plane crashed on this desert island. We're starving and we need help.
3: Yeah, hi, this is Bill Shutt. Who am I speaking to?
1: Bill, Bill this is. Our names are Matt Beard, Carl Smith, and, and, and Molly Daniels. Our, well, hang, hang on, did you say your name was Bill Shutt? How do I know that name?
3: Oh, well, I've written a couple of books. I don't know if they've gotten to that island yet, but uh, I wrote a book about cannibalism recently. Maybe you heard of that one. What can I do for you? A
2: cannibalism expert? That's very convenient.
1: Bill, we're stranded on a desert island mm-hmm. and we're, we're sure. trying to survive. Are there any right. cases in history where people have been in similar situations and they have decided to, to eat
3: someone? No, I, I think that's probably happened hundreds and hundreds of times. Uh, examples that would have taken place during famines in places like China or Russia, where at a certain point, there's, not only is there nothing to eat, so you've already eaten the pets, and you've, you've eaten the mice, and you've eaten your belts, and you've eaten your shoes. And it gets to the point where your body is, is actually consuming itself. And when you get to that point, there's a response that the body has. That is that you are either going to die or you are going to eat what's there. And in those instances, what's there is oftentimes bodies. So uh, I hope you guys aren't stranded for very long because uh, there might be some tough decisions down the road.
1: Can you tell us a couple of the more famous stories around cases of cannibalism where people have been trying to survive?
3: In the United States, the most famous or infamous story has to do with a bunch of pioneers in 1847 who headed west. And they, to make a long story short, they did not get across the Rocky Mountains before uh, winter set in and they got stuck up in the mountains and they uh, they ran out of food. And at a certain point in time, they, uh, they, they began to eat their dead.
0: Were there any rules around who they would or wouldn't eat?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Initially, they did try to consume uh, people who were not in their own families, for example. But as things got Worse, as, as things came down around them, that the, all of that broke down, and it, it's a matter of survival. And the only thing that you you need to do is to eat uh, or to feed your children. You know, is it ethically right? I, I just think it's biologically right. it It, it makes perfect sense.
2: <laughs> we lost him. H- hello, Hello. Well, that call was probably getting pretty expensive anyway. But see, Bill said it, quote, makes perfect sense, unquote. Here I am offering you my juicy, delicious body, if it looks like you might die of starvation. And I guess I'd just really appreciate it if you cared enough to offer the same thing to me.
0: Whoa, slow down, Carl. I'm sorry, but I'm still not totally okay with this eating people thing. If you're feeling
2: insecure about how you're going to taste, I am sure you'd be very scrumptious.
0: That's not the part I'm worried about. But actually, come to think of it, I wonder if I do taste good... Matt Beard, you got any of that Ethics Centre wisdom to share with us? Of
1: course. First, let's get something clear. When we're talking about cannibalism in our situation, we're talking about eating a human who is already dead. Cannibalism that involves killing another person is obviously wrong because there's murder involved. And that's not what we're talking about here.
2: Well, not yet. But I am very hungry and you look mouthwateringly delicious
1: we should probably tie Carl up. Agreed. But even the idea of eating someone who has died, even if they said it was okay for us to eat them, still seems wrong to lots of people because they see it as plain old disgusting. That's what I said. But disgust is a funny emotion from an ethical perspective. Lots of things we think are gross aren't necessarily unethical. Yuck isn't an argument. Think about picking your nose. It's gross, but doing it doesn't mean you're a bad person. So we need to work out whether there are good ethical reasons why we feel disgusted by the idea of cannibalism.
2: Well, why do some people, not me, of course, but some people, find cannibalism disgusting? It's
1: kind of hard to pin down. A lot of it has to do with the idea that people and their bodies are sacred, that they should be treated with respect... And that you can't respect something and also cook it up as a tasty meal. Okay, but what if... Sorry. No, I'd I'd say more, but I'm just feeling so weak. I'm going to lie down here by the water for a bit. Wash over me, gentle waves.
0: Come to think of it, my brain's a bit fuzzy as well.
2: Yeah, so is mine. In fact, I, I, I think I might be hallucinating.
0: Me too. I'm seeing a group of children in the distance. (gasps) Same. They look
2: delicious. I mean, really smart.
0: Carl, that's the Brains Trust. You can't eat them. We need their brains to help us out.
2: Okay. well, if we can't eat them, then at least they can help us work out what to do on this godforsaken island. Brains Trust, what do you think about eating people?
0: I think that... I personally would be a bit grossed out by eating another person because you don't know where they've been. I would think it wouldn't be too bad because I mean, we eat animals, so it wouldn't taste too different,
1: I guess. It would probably just taste like steak or something if you cooked it. Who knows? There really
0: is no difference. If people see it alright to eat animals, then they should probably see it alright to eat people, but they don't see it right to eat people, so I think it's a bit unfair for the animals. But if people do like it that much, they're probably gonna get a little bit nasty in a way and make people die so they can eat them. Like, sell it at Coles or Woolies, just as a natural everyday item.
2: What a vivid hallucination born from our hunger.
0: Why don't we take a minute to get our heads straight?
2: Good idea. Those of you who aren't stranded on a desert island with no food, why don't you take a moment and go get a snack while you have the chance? Our
0: next curly question is...
2: Is it ever okay to eat a human? Think of some reasons for and against. Hit pause now. So what part of your body do you think would be the tastiest, Momo? Personally, I'm thinking my spindly little arms. Oh, gross. What? It'd be like eating chicken wings, except longer and with more fingers. I don't like chicken wings. Come on, everyone likes chicken wings. I could marinate myself in garlic and soy sauce. Carl,
0: I'm a vegetarian. If I don't eat nuggets or burgers, do you really think I'm going to eat a human?
2: Hmm, I guess I hadn't really thought of that. Wait, is... Is that a mermaid? Or a seal? No, it's Matt Beard.
1: Must give ethical
0: guidance. The philosophy, it gives him strength. Quick, ask me a question. I need the rush. Okay, help us understand why we think it's disgusting to eat other humans, but most of us will still chow down on a chicken chow mein.
1: It's a bit like what we said before... Humans like to think we're different to other animals, and not just different, but better. We think we have more value than other creatures.
2: Pfft, humans, am I right? So arrogant.
1: Maybe, but let's have a little thought experiment. Imagine right now some of our food from the plane washed up on the shore. Oh, <gasps> my
2: chocolate chip cookies! And my dried banana chips, but I guess they won't be dry anymore.
1: But also imagine that it's not just us on the island. There's a dog with us as well. Should we share our food with the dog and possibly run out before we get saved? Or should we keep all the food for ourselves?
0: That's such a hard one. I love a good pooch, but I don't want to starve. But we'd never think twice
1: about sharing the food with another human on the island. And that suggests we do think about animals differently. And again the question is are there any good reasons for that
2: So Molly did that help If a turtle happens to swim up on shore can we just cook it
0: Oh I'm so hungry I don't know what a good reason is anymore Well hang on why don't I call Bill
1: shut back and see if he's any help <coughs> Hi. Hi, Bill. It's us again. Just a quick question.
2: Ooh, ooh. Ask him the best way to cook up a human. Carl, stop. Ask for recipes. Carl, you're
1: embarrassing me in front Matt, of Bill. Matt, Matt, ask him, okay, ask him. OK, fine, fine, I'll ask him. Bill, if, if someone hypothetically was to turn to cannibalism, would you have any tips on which parts of a human to eat? Maybe any recipes?
3: Well, I... I don't know about recipes, but first of all, I would start off by telling you to avoid eating the brains because that can be really problematic. There's a disease called Kuru, also known as mad cow disease, uh, that can be transmitted by eating nervous tissue from an infected person, not saying that you guys are infected. So uh, I would just avoid the brains. If I were you, I'd be looking at the Biceps. You know, something that would be the equivalent of a steak.
1: Thanks for your help, Bill. We might talk to you later on if we haven't eaten each other.
3: Okay, just remember go for the biceps, not the feet. Yeah, kind of tough. Remember, don't eat the brains.
1: That's a lot for us to think about. Thank you. Take care.
0: Matt, did you just hang up the phone? Don't you think we should have maybe, I don't know, asked him to send help? That was a bit silly. (laughs) What a mix-up.
1: No worries, I'll just call him back.
0: (laughs) Carl, you just ate the phone out of my hand. That was how we were going to get rescued.
2: I'm sorry, I was so hungry. But if it makes you feel better, that was not yummy. And all the metal cut up my mouth a lot.
0: That does make me feel a bit better. Oh, my dummy. What are we going to do to survive? No food, no phone, no hope of rescue.
2: Yeah, even after eating all that metal, I'm feeling awfully droopy and lightheaded. Oh,
0: me too. And what's this? I think our hallucination of the Brains Trust is coming back.
2: Mm, Brains. Carl,
0: what did Bill Shutt just tell us about eating brains? Big no-no.
2: Okay. Hey, Hallucinatory Brains Trust... Any advice on what we should do stuck on this island?
0: It's like every man for themselves. When you're stuck in a desert island and then just you and your mate, and you go, oh, yeah, may as well eat this fella. So just one man's eyes, you eat him. Next man dies, you eat him. So it's like a cycle and you're the only one left and then you'll eventually die. I don't think that you should sacrifice other people so you can live if you're getting extremely hungry, just cut off little bits of your body bit by bit, like a toe or a finger, something you don't need. Cut one of your limbs off and sorta of survive on your own meat. And so like and the rest of your meat. So until one of one of you eventually dies from well cutting off too much of your limbs. So I'd probably go for the strongest one or the largest one, and then you'd survive a little bit longer than on the scrawny, skinny one. I wouldn't like to eat the other person because that's disgusting. What about their family? So, like, they're gonna be really sad because he's dead and you're the one who ate him and you're not gonna be liked anymore. If you eat your friend, you can't really call him your friend because you've just ate him. Thank you, Brains Trust.
2: Hey, Molly, how weird is it that we both hallucinate the exact same kids giving us the exact same responses to the conversation we're having right now? (laughs)
0: That is weird. Oh,
1: oh, my tum-tum. Oh, how I wish I could put a slice of bread in you. Oh, you're just going to curl up right there in the sand, Matt. Even just one little lentil would do. I don't know how much longer I can last...
2: Yeah, he looks super weak. Wait, I have an idea.
0: <gasps> Did you figure out a way to get us food?
2: Yes. Let's kill Matt and then we could both eat him and survive.
0: What are you talking about, Carl? Have you gone mad with hunger? It's one thing to talk about eating people when they're already dead, but to actually think about murdering our friend.
2: I don't see the problem. He's obviously going to be the first to die of starvation, but it could still take a few hours till he crosses to the other side. Come on, Molly, we never do anything together, just you and me anymore. Let's kill and eat Matt.
1: Did someone say something about killing and eating Matt? Matt?
0: No, I promise we weren't going to kill you.
2: Ah, the jig is up. Yeah, we're going to kill you, Matt, and eat your scrumptious little arms. Dude,
1: what is with you and arms? Little arms? I think you mean cannons. But either way, are you sure you want to do this?
2: If it's what we have to do to survive, then yeah, I'm sure. Better to be alive with some matte beard in my tum-tum than dead next to your corpse.
0: That's very bleak. It also
1: might not be true throughout history. Lots of people have done things they thought were necessary, only to regret them later on. There's an old saying, death before dishonour, which basically means that sometimes it might be better to die than to do something you think is unethical.
0: That's kind of how I feel.
2: Look, as far as I'm concerned, doing what you need to do to survive is the right thing to do, and I wouldn't feel bad about that.
1: Okay, first, killing me isn't the right thing to do, It's wrong, don't do it. And second, we feel bad because sometimes the best option in a rotten situation is still terrible. Feeling guilt and shame after doing something wrong is one of the markers that we're ethical people, not psychopaths. Put it this way, what would you think of someone who didn't feel guilty or uncomfortable about having eaten someone they loved? An
2: excellent question for us to ponder as I sharpen this rock into a weapon.
0: Carl, no. But also, yes, let's have another thinking question. Pause to debate this dilemma as I talk Carl out of murder. And the question is, imagine someone did
1: something that was necessary but still awful, like eating a dead human to survive. If they didn't feel bad about it, what would you think about that person?
2: Hit pause now. Help
1: me kill him, Molly. We'll eat like kings. I
0: can't kill Matt.
1: Don't worry, Molly. I know you're not going to kill me.
0: Of course not. I'm going to kill Carl
1: in self-defence and we're going to eat him.
0: What? Matt, put down that other sharp rock.
1: Come at me, scientist boy.
0: Carl, you put down your sharp rock. <laughs> hey! It's
1: dinner time and this dish is going to be prepared a la cult. on oh, oh, I'm making
2: matatouille tonight.
0: Stop! How will you live with the guilt and shame of all these terrible food puns? Ah,
2: don't throw sand. That's cheating. It's time for some grilled mat asparagus. That
0: was honestly terrible. You know... While they fight to the death, I'm gonna thank everyone for today's episode. A huge thanks to our Brains Trust from Moree Public School. Haley, Phoebe, Emily, Ryan, Lucy and Kailani.
1: Take one more step and I'll be making California rolls.
0: A special thanks to Bill Shutt, who is a research associate at the American Museum of Natural History and author of Cannibalism, A Perfectly Natural History.
2: Why,
1: I
0: Shout-out to producer Kyla Slavin and associate producer Emma Gibbs. And today's sound engineer was Andre Shabanov.
1: Mm-mm. Excited for some
0: grilled calamari. OK, that one was good. Thanks, as always, to our executive producer Justine Kelly and ABC Audio Studios manager Kelly Reardon.
1: All right, time to
0: feast. Stop
3: it!
2: We're here to rescue you.
0: Stay where you are. We'll drop you a ladder. Everything's going to be okay. Oh. Thank goodness. A rescue chopper. We're saved.
2: We, we, we don't have to eat each other to survive?
0: Whoa, were you going to eat each other? You've only been lost for, like, two days.
1: Okay, no need to be so judgy.
0: Yeah, it really felt like a lot longer.
1: She doesn't get it. She doesn't know what we went through. It was pretty wild out here, wasn't it?
0: It sure was, you guys. It sure was.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's all hug and watch the sunset together.
3: ABC Listen.